Hello. Hi. How you going there, mate? Nice to join. Yeah, not so bad, not so bad. Just figuring out what's going on in life. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good, sounds good. I, I just, I immediately see you and I think I really need to invest in my back, background. <laughs> it's, just... it's, it's been a slow purchasing of various neon lights. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is this the new cool thing? Because I saw Johnny has a new neon light, and you, yeah, that with all the. Cool oh yeah, that, that's it. Well, you know, so Johnny's wife bought him a neon light, and we all went, ooh. Uh, so you know. Okay, so basically, then we all ask our wives to buy us cool neon lights. But yeah, I get it. All right, all right. I can, I can get on board with that uh, new trend. There, there is a danger to all the glowy lights, though. I once uh, left it on, and then wandered out, like sort of, you know, kind of put the rubbish out, turned around, and realised it was casting a glow into my street of this purple <laughs> neon. I was like. Yeah, people are going to ask questions. <laughs> yeah, that that one room that has all the glowing lights in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get the police helicopters coming over to see what's going on there. Oh man, love it. Anyway, thanks for joining, mate. Great to um, have right. you here. And uh, do you want to like uh, do a little bit of tell us about yourself? Tell us who you are, so the people at know home know all about you. Yeah, no, that's fine. Hi, I'm Simon. Hello. Uh, so Simon Wiley, I'm a Microsoft MVP. I do data platforming kind of things. I run a company called Advancing Analytics in the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, we're a consultancy that does mainly uh, mixed data engineering data sites. So I spend my life doing Spark and data lakes and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Uh, I do a YouTube channel called Advancing Spark, where I just do all of the Spark and Delta and nerdy things. Uh, and I'm a thing called a Databricks beacon, which no one's ever heard of. Uh, Databricks kind of did their own MVP thing, and there are 13 of us in the world, and no one ever hears about us. But they did send me a little. Bit of my... That's cool. Oh, my Databricks beacon official. That's rad. Portrait of myself that I keep looking at myself. That's levels of narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> Even more exclusive than MVP. There's so few of you, right? I mean, come on. That's right, well, exactly, exactly. That's, but that's you some know, serious stuff. But no one's no one's ever heard of us. <laughs> We're like a secret society of people who are meant to do loud things for the community. Yeah, yeah, I get you. So kind of when someone says Microsoft MVP, I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool. When you say Databricks speaking, like I, I don't know. Uh, the, well, the well what? done. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But Basically. congratulations on that on that accolade. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it gets it gets more and more uh, popular. People get it. and you can say I was one of the original one, like like the Kings. Yeah, OG Beacon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The cool. only Beacon MVP. Oh. Yeah, and also to add to your list of accolades, also within the data community, definitely the most famous eyebrow. Oh, I really? Say. I mean, yeah, I mean that. that <laughs> I, can't, I can't really do that, but that—that's really, I'd say it's a, it's, it's a trade exactly. It's a trademark thing. I like it very much. It's, it's kind of just I, I spent when I started doing YouTube. I just essentially just ended up gurning into a camera, you know, through lack of any you know human contact, uh, and yeah, it's just. I got, I got a lot of comments going, can you try and explain something without pulling stupid faces? I was like, that's just how my face works. <laughs> also, also, why would I want to do that? If I can pull a stupid face, I will pull a stupid face. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like, ever since, ever since I was a kid, um, you know, like, so there's photos of me, like, you know, my parents like, don't do your photo face. Like if someone uh, put a camera at me, I like raise an eyebrow and they're like, why are you raising an eyebrow? And it's like, it's just, yeah. it's automatic. Like a string that just lifts an eyebrow up anytime there's a camera around. It used to that used to drive my dad crazy as well. I, I had a photo face. And he's like, I hate that face. And I was like, well, that's a bit harsh. So you hate it, by the way. Um, and also, it's just like a thing, right? I just do. That's the face I do. It's just my face. It's essentially you're, you're insulting the way I look right now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Very cool. This entire live stream, by the way, could just be me like asking you what things mean and you explain them to me. I I, I look through your your your, your speaker profile. Uh, your sessions and stuff that, yeah, I'm not really sure what that means. Words. What that means, words, All tech words. words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It took me, it wasn't until that long ago that I learned the difference between like a, a, a data warehouse and a lake house. And if someone explained to me, I still wouldn't really, I'd be like, just go on, on a YouTube channel. They'll, they'll explain to you. I don't know. Yeah, just send them to me. Just like, yeah, get exactly. the background ran for half an hour. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big place full of data at the end of the day, isn't it? You know? And then I started reading about Databricks. They have these like Databricks train and then, I was very confused by stuff like gold, silver, and bronze. I thought that was some kind of ranking and stuff. And I was like, what's going on there? And now I got, I got confused, man. It's, there's a whole world out there. I'm not a fan of the medallion architecture. Mm. Oh, see, this is, is this one of your, your famous opinions that you have. Why, why are you not a fan of medallion I'm architecture? Opinions. <laughs> I have correct facts that I share with the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just naming, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, the, the whole medallion architect, people have been building warehouses for years and you dump data in the first bit and you call it staging or raw or something like that. You clean the data up and you call it clean or standardized or something. And then you put it in a warehouse and you call it warehouse. Yeah. People have been doing it for years. Bronze, silver, gold is the same thing. Hmm. We don't use that because we, we know loads of data governance teams who are like, we use bronze, silver, gold to talk about hmm. where the data comes from. You can't also use it for how clean the data is. Yeah. Uh, you just come up with a different name, but it doesn't really matter. As long as, as long as everyone understands, if you go, here's my raw data, then your users go, oh, it's raw. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. As long as they get that message, then it doesn't matter what you call it. Sometimes I feel it's one of those things where they invent new names just so, so they can sell it for a little bit more. I'm not sure how yeah. that's... Yeah, I mean, no, that, that's what I tend to have opinions about. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Good stuff. Just, uh, but um, it's fine. We, we, won't, we won't go into angry opinion time. It's okay. <laughs> if you want to go on angry opinion, this, this, is, this is like just a, consider a springboard for you to go on whatever rant you want. And I'll just sit here and nod my head and say, like, that sounds interesting. This is, this is great. You know what I mean? Fantastic stuff. You can well, well, about some, what's it like working with Johnny? Come on, just he's not listening. No, no one's listening. Is your nightmare? Uh, it, it, jo Johnny is awesome. Yeah, I know. I mean, the thing he needs to, <laughs> to watch out is how much total <clears throat> he's talking on LinkedIn at the moment. But apart from that, you know, it's great. <laughs> See, oh, that's where God. I ha that's where I have opinions. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'm sure it's having the the, the desired effect, right? I well, mean. That's I, it. I've been following his 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 new followers and stuff, and he's all of, all of the lines I'm sure are going in the cor correct direction. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. having an amazing effect, and actually, you know, people people look to it these days because Twitter's a lot quieter than it used to be. Hmm. LinkedIn's pretty terrible at the moment. Oh, we all disagree. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> LinkedIn is pretty terrible at the moment. Let's have a look. Once oh, I haven't got my chat part open, where is he? I can't find him. Sorry. Yeah, LinkedIn is pretty terrible. LinkedIn's terrible. <laughs> yeah, is is it pretty terrible at the moment, or is it pretty is it pretty good? You know, I mean, you're doing all your your um, not shit posting, quality posting, quality which posting. which gets gets the attention, and then when you do cool stuff, people see it more. It's, it's clickbait, is, and there's, it there's nothing to be ashamed of with clickbait. It's fine. People, there's a reason people click on clickbait. <laughs> but he does things that I don't understand, and I, honestly, this isn't this is not this is not crap. I've had to Google some of the stuff that he does on LinkedIn because I'm like. He does this thing where he posts something and then the see more is at this yeah. part. It's like, what are you doing? Are you some kind of like magic person? And it was like, that opinion is, oh, he tricked uh, me. Yeah, oh. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I see what you're doing there, you old trickster. Yeah, it's, it's, it's confusing. But I think one of the reasons I had these like strong opinions on like marketing oneself and stuff, Johnny, I'm really not having a go. Seriously, it's fine. Um, however, I'm just so bad at it, you know? I'm just, I, 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 I'm just, like, how I, do I, I, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer in it. You know, you know, shock. MVP is all in for fame whoring themselves. I know, I know, <laughs> the world is shot. Uh, but like we, you know, in the company, we, we just try and encourage everyone to do it. You know, because it's, um, you have like, you know, graphic designers walk around, they've got their portfolio and they're like, hey, look at all the cool stuff I've done. And it's really, you know, yeah, you could, you could set up a Git repo and have, you know, kind of your code repository of all the things that you've done. But it's really hard to do that in the data world because mm. you can't go, hey, look at all the data. Right? No, I'm not allowed to show you all that data. You know, so kind of, am I not meant to publish all of my company's reports open? Depends on the company, depends on the client. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I, I have to apologize to my CDO about that. Oh, well, um, yeah, Check you're right. It's, it, it's, it, it's tough, right? Because I mean, I have some things that are published because it's just like old football data or, or made, made up data, but it's, it's, it's time, it's very consuming. Um, and as I say, I I kind of sometimes roll my eyes at it because I'm just bad at it. It's like it's like the same with rich people. I don't like rich people because I'm not one of them. If I was one of them, I think it'd be awesome. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I do the same with LinkedIn. I mean, I, the only LinkedIn things I post is I made another video. Go watch the video. Yeah. I don't really. Yeah. What I should be doing more just talking about you know sharing thoughts, thought leadership stuff. You thought but leader. Yeah. When people start to do that, you know that's because uh, we've we've had it. You know where kind of you know we've we've gone started with a new client. Uh, and, like, and it's such a good feeling when someone goes, oh, yeah, no, I've read your blog. And it's like, oh, you know who I am. I don't have to go through and actually prove <laughs> to you that I know what I'm talking about. Because yeah. they're actually kind of uh, aware of it. And it's like, that's so good for people's confidence and the relationship yeah. building and it's giving something back to the community. So I'm all into it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I feel bad now that Johnny might feel I'm, I'm knocking him. I'm, I'm truly not. Um, he's doing an amazing job at all of this stuff. And he's a, he's a truly wonderful you know, what he's doing, and he should well. be ashamed of himself. 
Absolutely, exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what I said to you before we went live. That's why we're late. We're just talking about that, Johnny's terribleness. Um, but you're a, are you, you're a Power BI person as well now. Have, have you been? Have you no? Yeah, no. No, yeah. no that is lies. That is, that is the Power BI cat team spreading lies. Uh, I mean, I've done a little bit of Power BI, but I'm, I'm pretty awful, honestly. Um, I mean, I started my life in Viz. I was okay. you know, building access reports in my very first job. Like I, every Monday, I had to turn the crank and make 100 different access reports work and send it out to the business. You know, old school BI. It. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just ended up fell into doing more engineering stuff. The last time I actually built a semantic model properly was uh, in MDX. And that makes me old. Wow. <laughs> That'll do. That was yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was with Access I discovered data modeling, really. It's the first time I saw it, but it was just like such a horrendous mess. And I was like, you know what? No. My job with Access was basically deleting all the old data because it was so there was so much data in there that nothing would refresh. Oh yeah, the old. Yeah. The old life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Horrible stuff. Horrible stuff. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm pleased I don't have to open that anymore. So, and someone said me that there is something about, about needing access and I like just had flashbacks and I thought they yeah. meant they needed access. The probably thought, no, no, I need access to the thing. Like 10 minutes later, you're still just staring off into the distance with the look of horror and the sound of helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Vietnam style flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Strange that we also use Vietnam as a, as a flashback thing. I've watched too many movies, but you get my point to some kind of like whole flashback situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, um, actually exactly access to access. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's why capitalization, capitalization is so important. <laughs> no, I mean, and I actually, it's, it's, I've not not built a proper report in anger for no. ages because I just go. ended up doing the nerdy backend stuff. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, yeah, I should. I, I needed to, to do maybe a bit more of that to kind of broaden my knowledge a little bit. Um, but I'm I'm very much as the name may suggest a Power BI type type person, you know. Um, but I try to venture off into other stuff sometimes, but it's one of those things like the industry in which I, 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 I touch or that, that I work with, I was just kind of, oh, there's like so much to learn. I'll try and learn some of bits and pieces of this, which is why I do things like I'll start a course about Databricks, which I started in November. Then I got really sick and I haven't opened it since. Um, you're allergic. You had a dip in the lake and went, oh, ooh. exactly. Exactly. Seemed interesting though. And there's, it, there's a lot to it. Um, it's it tries to be everything and do everything, and like most things that try to do and everything and be everything, there's bits it isn't great at, and bits it's really good at. But yeah, yeah I love it mainly because um, the world of old. I mean, I on a similar world to um, the world of access. I've built so many SSIS like ETL pipelines back in the day, and doing ETLs changed a lot. So the whole engineering, modernizing, treating it as software engineering, and building flexible frameworks. That's the the interesting stuff that's changed the industry of data for the past few years. And Databricks is kind of do, does a lot of stuff there, which is why I like it. Fair enough, sir. And look, I've been told that, that you have it, that I should do your course. Yeah, Sounds yeah. Course. He's, okay. he's good. He's, tra he's trained on the marketing. Yeah. Yes, I have recently recorded uh, our training and slapped it online so people can go and buy that. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. I've, I mean, um, you know, obviously we know that you're a big advocate of, of Spark. So I just kind of like did a bit of search about that. I was like, oh, I'll search read about this. I was like, I still don't really know what it is. But fairness, so tell, g g g give me your elevator pitch of Spark, mate. Go for it. See what you can do. What, what Spark is? Uh, okay. Um, just, just to completely put you on the spot, you understand, right? It's fine. This, this is what I do. I say, don't worry. It will be an informal chat. This is the email. And then Maggetti is just kind of like, tell me about Spark. Sorry. Can, can do. Yeah. So back in the day, there was a thing called MapReduce, which is something that could take a query and spread it across multiple computers. But it was really slow because it had to write data back and forth and back and forth and back and forth constantly. Spark is essentially doing the same thing. It's distributed compute, so you can give it a query, spreads it over loads of small machines rather than trying to do it on one bigger and bigger machine, except it does all in memory, so it's much faster. And it started off like you had to write a load of Java or Scala. Uh, these days, you can write it in Python, and you can write SQL. So you can just write a SQL query, except this SQL query can run across 600 machines in parallel. And suddenly you can scale massively or you can scale things. And so it's elastic scaling distributed compute with a fairly good optimization engine these days. That does sound pretty cool. And at the Lots end, you way. say, for, for more information, you can check out my course. We go. Right, there you <laughs> go. And I've got to bring this comment up because it was actually pretty funny. I try not really, but Simon has a Facebook kids TV. 
Uh, yeah, kids, do you see. want to learn about elastic scaling just read the computer? <laughs> you can, model market? Did, I'm not sure. Like maybe if, I think we're, we're similar generation. Did you ever watch like things like like Philip Schofield and stuff on kids TV in the UK? Yeah, I like in, I, I need a Gordon the Gopher. I need a okay, exactly. Yeah. And the duck Gordon the Gopher, and was, it was called the Broom Cupboard, right? Yeah. Right. It was uh, Andy Peters. Yes, it was Andy Peters. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, what, whatever, whatever <laughs> happened to Andy? Yeah, it's, it's, it's starting to make you feel. Like old, before right? this CBBS nonsense. Uh, oh, I know <laughs> all this stuff like Coco Melon, whatever it's called these days, that all the kids are watching. I have no no idea. Yeah. And we didn't have exactly didn't have chat with you, Janice Spiegel. Sorry, it's all about chat. I saw, I saw a chat GPT post come up, so I had to put it, it on. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, the, the amazing thing we did, uh, so we we were trying out, you know, like everyone at the moment, we tried out chat GPT to say, can we just get that to write our marketing rather than us having to actually write copy? And we mm -hmm. did, a, you know, write a sales pitch for, uh, you know, our new Spark training course, and it came out with something that sounded quite formal. And we said, could you do it for toddlers? And it kept calling me Mr. Sparky. And I said, it's going to be fun, entertaining hour with Mr. Sparky teaching all about Spark. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it, it was a little bit creepy. <laughs> Speaking of creepy, I enjoyed seeing some of your um, new avatars and your Twitter. Oh, yeah. um, they were, there was some pretty special. There, there was one that was were only pantsless. I have to say, I agreed with that. <laughs> that was the one based on the actual photo, though. So that's, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> Uh, we, we were trying it. It was like, you know, so we try and like on a Friday, gets to full 30, it's like, hey, everyone stop working, have a drink if you want to drink, and then just chill from mm -hmm. it. And we're just trying feeding different people's photos and saying, make this into this. And so I, I was feeding it Johnny and saying, make it skeletal. And oh, that was terrifying. They are half skeletal gurning <laughs> face. It's, it's quite good. Um, <laughs> but the, the various different ones of me as Pixar have been. Yeah. The, 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 the final result is one that you use, and it's pretty good. I like it. You're up, you've updated from your, your old, the old pixelated vision. I keep saying I have to update my little cartoon because um, I have significantly more gray hair and uh, than, than I used to. So, yeah. It's funny because I, get, I, get, like, I, I tweeted and went, do you want like the happy, fluffy Pixar one or the one that's like electricity coming off the head and looks like there's been doing many, many, many drugs? Hmm. Um, and people went for the nice one. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna. I, I, I'm not sure. If this is this is just someone just shut up. You're old as fuck, dumbass. Fair enough. I don't so. know if that's you or me, but yeah, I'll have I'll have you take it. That that's well, fine. I think I think it's meant to be an, an insult, but do you know what I mean? Fair enough. So whatever. The, can someone block this person if someone there has some kind of rights to, to do so? Um, but I but I appreciate the, the comments. You know, it's it's an open forum, and if you want to call me a, a dumbass, I've been called worse things to be honest. I mean, yeah, I, I generally get uh, weird abuse in uh on 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 the youtube channel i get all yeah. sorts of yeah. can't understand your accent can you please stop and actually sort of you know stop yeah. pulling weird faces it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i haven't actually the only place i've actually been insulted thus far it wasn't youtube it was about a video it was someone actually this is was johnny's orders as well it was i posted a video i forget what it was about now but this um um one second that's no, this person decided that um they were just going to call me a, uh, they were, that, that I was um, embarrassing myself because they didn't agree with my opinion on, I think it was like pie charts or something. But the funny thing is they then posted a video, you know, a link, sorry, to how a report should look. And I swear to God, it was the ugliest report I've seen in my entire life. It was just like horrendously bad. And I was like, I could take, or I could take the insult and I could take that I was wrong if what you linked to wasn't so horrendously bad itself. So what are you going to do here? Yeah. I mean, I, I almost like take pleasure in just making it as bad as I can if I ever have to do it. Because I know there's people far, far better at doing actual good, well-designed reports these days. So I just tend to go for a 3D pie chart and just make everyone cry. So wait for it. I like to see the pain, the pain in people's eyes as they go, oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I did actually, I had this sudden urge the other day to actually make some like really horrendously, obnoxiously colorful visualizations. Just, um, just, just, just for the for the hell of it, you know, because it's always like I'm trying to make it nice and trying to make it like understated, so it really shows the data. And I was like, no, I want bold, I want fucking yellow, and all, all this kind of stuff. Um, 
yeah so we're gonna do was it Mike yeah was it Microsoft marketing exactly this is um because they still do have this thing and they might like, I mean you're not a, so you're not a power BI person as we've established but the marketing that Microsoft do have for the tool when you see some of the, the screenshots and stuff sometimes is, is is pretty funny Jeff do you have the rights Jeff do you still have the, the, the rights to like block people and stuff just so we can get this person who is now talking about Jeffrey Dahmer which is a bit strange by the way yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, anyway, mate, what's the uh, on a daily basis? What you, what do you find yourself doing? What um, or, or or make it more interesting on a daily basis? What do you find that actually ends up frustrating you most? What are the challenges and that kind of stuff that blocks in your day? I mean, I know I do a bunch of stuff these days, uh, but a lot of it, a lot of it is just running a company. You know, being, being... <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh. But uh, yeah, no, we, we do loads, loads, loads of like design workshops with clients who are trying to figure out how to build a lake and how we should do things. Most of what we end up doing is network security and how you should secure data and people going, if you put it in a lake, then it's not going to be secure, it's not going to work, and that's just painful. But yeah, no, I just kind of love it. Most of my time I spend explaining all the weird words that we come out with, all of your Delta and Spark and Lake House and mm. what are all these things. I just spend my life explaining what those things are and how they work and how you can do all the stuff we used to do back in the day, but you can do it in the new stack and it's the same. It's just the technology's different. Yeah, fair enough. So that sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah mostly it's it's training, drawing pictures, spend most of my life whiteboarding. <laughs> I, uh, I I can't really relate to anything that comes to running a company, to be honest. So um, that's, that's that's fair. That's just something that I've never really ventured into quite far, I think, from where I am. So respect <laughs> for that, because I can never do that. I certainly was not this grey when we started the company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then that was like, you know, you start the company and then like a month later, it's kind of like when, when you see someone become like prime minister. And then like the next year, it's kind of like grey. And then you yeah. see them going, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a, bit, a little bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like pre-pandemic, you know, like I think we started the company in 2019. I think. Jeez, oh, wow. that's a long okay. time ago. That's um, and you see, like you know, videos from like you know, past summit the year before, and it's just like, oh, young and fresh faced. And then post-pandemic, it's like, uh, tired and old. <laughs> the thing is, we say it's because of the pandemic, but it could have just been the passage of time that those few yeah. years generally uh, generally it has just, also just been several years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I look at the, I was like, oh yeah, the photographs before because I was I was going out more, I was doing this more, and then I was just kind of yeah. But also, I think that difference between being in my late thirties to my early forties is just uh, the the transition of my face. To, to to be honest. Oh man. Okay, I'm going to bring up a question by Benny. I'll clean up the chat by the way. Um, Johnny, thank you for telling me that person was on Twitch. I took the stream off Twitch, and I don't know why I put it on there in the first place because no one ever watches it there. It's just kind of, oh, it's an option. I can do it. So um, nice to know of the future. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, but to be fair, she's right. I'm old as fuck, so what are you going to do? Um, I still I still say that could have been either of us. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So. <laughs> what can you tell us about Frosthaven? I can't oh, say anything. Oh, about, I don't know what it is. Maybe you can. Uh, so that's something that's just making uh, Benny sad inside. So there was a tabletop board game called Gloomhaven. Uh, that was a massive Kickstarter thing a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, and Benny is a big fan. I was a big fan. And there was a, a Kickstarter that was in like 2020. They were bringing out the sequel called Frosthaven, uh, but then pandemic happened, and then like uh, no one can actually play it. And slowly now, people are starting to get it. Uh, and we got our copy like three weeks ago. Okay. And Benny's was still waiting for his, and he's very sad that he can't be playing. <laughs> That's class. So I love it. it. <laughs> so basically, you get a chance to gloat because you, you, it's like having early access to a cool new feature, right? Pretty much that people have been waiting for for literally two years as the world shut down. Yeah. 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 And Maybe, it's good. But I'm not going to tell him anything about it and he can just wait. <laughs> Maybe you got it first because you're one of these 13 people with this award. That yeah, there, was a, there was a beacon. A beacon. The beacon. The beacon. That's, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> Maybe it's one of the benefits that comes with it, you know? I mean, especially because my wife ordered it, not me. <laughs> so it's probably <laughs> But yeah, that would be, basically, if I'm, if I'm not ranting at people about Spark and nerdy internet things, I do tend to be playing lots of tabletop games. So yeah. Fair enough. Sounds good. It's very good. Um, I 
play board games, but the board games that I tend to play or the board games that I play with like my children who are like nine and seven, it's not nine and six, sorry, get that right. Um, so it's probably not the most interesting board games that will appear in the world. Yeah, I, uh, I think I kind of, uh, I did see you chatting to uh, Mr. Saxton about his uh, nerdy depth of board games. And yes, no, I have to say, I have uh, literally kind of got two, two like bookcases uh, in my dining room that are just nothing but board games. Board mm. games all the way down. Yeah, crazy. Ah, love it. Anyway, I do not fully understand why it's this particular live stream where apparently we're just getting hit by bots, man. I mean, seriously, I don't know what, what's going on there. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, I should I'm be like... Fine, I'll take that. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Is that, is that like an insult or a compliment? I don't know. I'll take it as a compliment. It's fine. I, I mean, I'm all just a fact. <laughs> I'm starting to get jealous that I didn't say about me, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe maybe I should take it that I've arrived. Maybe my channel's got to a certain size whereby people right. actually recognize it and, and I get people spam me now for whatever. Johnny did also declare it to his uh, ship posting open season, so maybe that's it. That's a very good point. I, I, I Actually, that's a good point. Maybe that would just make that the theme of this one, just blame Johnny. That's fine. Yeah, that's fair, I'm right? Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's all just Johnny with various different uh, alts he's got. <laughs> <laughs> True. I just assume everyone on the internet's Johnny now. <laughs> Love it. Oh god. Um that's a good point, actually. Board games that you can pay in in in, in Power BI. You can play was it Minesweeper someone created in Power BI? Was it like I know I know it's not a board game technically, but it's still a game. Um I mean you can you can build Minesweeper in many things. I built Minesweeper in uh SQL Server back in my before I, I left T SQL oh, for really? the Dirty World of Spark SQL. Didn't know that. Okay, yeah, you can just go. say, you know, you're gonna, you plant very, basically you just make a giant grid and then you plant mines in it and then it's always you pick a coordinate and it tells you what's near it. Um, so I used to run like little um, code cadders, like just okay. people coding challenges in a language they're not really used to. Mm. It kind of forced them to think a bit more about programming and things. That was back when I was in a purist data place and they're like, we only do data. We don't do pro We're not programmers. We're not developers. We're data people. I was like, no, you yeah. program. It's learn to program. It's fun. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I get it. It's a strange thing when I have a challenge with something like I don't know how query or DAX M that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. I'll because I'm feel comfortable enough with it. I'll think in a very different way. For example, I had a challenge, and when I, it was nothing so complex, it was me with with SQL a couple of weeks ago. And it was something so simple, but I approach it in a different way. And it was, if I just thought how I think when I think when I do DAX or M, I would have solved it like immediately. But it was literally just change. I forget what it was. Something really like work yourself of, down into a hole, and then you're like, but I've started doing it this way, so I've got to finish doing it this way. Yeah, exactly. That. So you. So what you do? You start with panic, maybe cry a little bit, um, and then just kind of just. So can someone please help me? Because I don't know. And they're like. Do this, you fool! I'm like, all oh, right. Oh, I, I, I miss it. I miss a good coding cry. <laughs> at that point, at like one a.m., and you're like, why won't, why won't you work? And then in the morning, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I hate those moments where you're like, I can't go to bed until I finish this challenge, if not challenge, but there's this this issue. And of course, the later it gets, the less likely you are to actually fix it. I it's diminishing so returns, but you know. Yeah, but I, I used to. There's part of me that still enjoyed it. The yeah, it's like oh, okay, all the meetings have stopped. You know, like so you, you, do, you put your headphones on, and then you'd be like, okay. <sighs> although there's now there's now uh, an embargo on me actually writing any production code because uh, I think people have had to clean up my horrendous code too many times. <laughs> I love it. because I ended up with like zero time because I was like dancing between so many different things, like constantly context switching. And so I'd always get like people go, right, Simon, can you help me out with a problem? And that would always just mean that they've tried a load of things. And so I only got the worst, gnarliest, nastiest problems. I never got the, I just need to sit back and write code for a day. I've got an all day to do it. No, I had like, I've got half an hour. Here's the nastiest problem we have. Can you fit? It's like, mm, yeah, so I got into sucks. the habit of just throw code together until it works and then go, there. Mm. <laughs> and I'll turn it into something tiny. You can, okay. you can make that nice. I find this, this, it happens also like away from the computer, away from code and work and stuff. My one of the things I encountered really when I first moved to Germany was and it's just it's a language thing, it's just a different sort of language. People who live in Germany 
speak a lot better English than people who live in England yeah. speak German, of course, right? Um, so someone with, with really good English skills would come and say, oh, Ben, can you ask me what this is in, in English and, and why? And it's just like really complex. Oh, the why, like, the why no, one, yeah. no one in England gets taught grammar. We don't know why it That's works. That's what I keep saying. This is what I always say. It's like, I don't, it just, it's just fact. It, it just happens. And um, yeah. the best the best one was also, like, can you explain why um, the future tense is you had better? Because had is not future tense, but you're saying you had better. And that doesn't make any sense. Why? And I was just kind of, I just, I don't ask me these questions, man. You'd know better than I do. You yell because words and then just run away. That's that's how all conversations end. Exactly, exactly. But my, my wife is French and she doesn't sound French like so she has like annoyingly perfectly fluent english mm. and can explain various grammatical rules i'm like oh i didn't know that's why we said it that way around yeah. oh. the weirdest one is the thing when you like like uh, there's a structure to the to, to the, the words of description like a big red it's not a red big it's a big red and there's a there's a there's a structure there. I have no idea what it is, but I feel totally brainwashed that I know it, and I always yep. say it in that order. And if someone says it in the wrong order, it just sounds weird. It's really <laughs> strange. It really freaks me out that I know that, but also at the same time, I don't know it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we, we just have learned through osmosis the yeah. roughly the right way to assemble words until we can, <laughs> until we can word good. That's, that's about how we get through it. Um, I'm going to bring up this question because this is a really, that's a really good question. Can Power BI run Doom? Wasn't there a thing recently where someone? Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything can run Doom, right? That's the that's the thing, right? It, there's always like that's the lowest thing. It's like, can it run? Someone made a pregnancy test for Doom or something stupid like that. I'm sure I saw this. It was like this little tiny screen. I mean, given I say yes. given you can make a like a custom viz and then just write a bit of TypeScript, it can technically do anything. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna give it a, a yes to that, even though I don't know, but it must be able to because it's just yes. Yes, it, it doesn't depend, it just does, it can do it. Ask me to provide a link or how, I don't know. But uh, if someone in the chat can, can confirm that, then um, yeah, but it, it, it does, it does. Uh, I, will, I will happily say yes, then if someone has to you know, do it, I'll say talk to a Power BI person. Exactly, just not me. <laughs> Spark run doom, uh... <laughs> probably. There's a Temple of Dax game. That's the that's the first shooter. Is according to according to to Johnny. So, yeah, yeah. And now I say Benny. That, that's I was hoping Benny would pipe up because that, that's when I said someone. I was specifically um, hoping. There you go. That's Benny. the official Microsoft word on it. Is Doom is supported in Power BI? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Official uh, so from the SMA. from the cat team. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and and DMP would uh, Daniel and Marsh Patrick would, would make it happen for sure. Yeah, just get Denev on it. That's a, that's my go-to answer for visualizations anyway. Just 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 get Denev on it. To be honest, how do you feel about data visualization? Do much of it? Care much about it? Or just kind of like there's a there's a chart. Look at it. I don't care. Next. Oh, oh, little bit of Stephen Few always within easy reach. Oh, love it. Uh, yeah, no, I was I was well into my data viz for a long time. Yeah. You know, I, I've taught a lot of people how to assemble good dashboards, all about the Z reading orders, all about the clean spacing, all about the data per dot, and just all that good stuff I was into for a long, long time. And then I became a back-end data troll and just sit there with my data shovel, shoveling things around. So I care. <laughs> I just don't do any of it these days. It just means that you have a very broad knowledge. This is how you end up owning a company, right? It's like, I, I, I have so much knowledge that I can spread about I'm going to own a company and then... It just means I'm old. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that too. I've seen, I've seen things. <laughs> that, that's a recurring theme in this chat, basically our age, but you know yeah, what I mean? That's fair. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Get over it. As long as it's not a troll telling us and we can just admit it ourselves, you know what I mean? I think it's, it's, it's not but hot. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I didn't get the, uh, hot, the, the hot part. I didn't even do. Have a cheeky beer, if that's quite all right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go for it. I, this this used to be my, my gin bottle, but now it's just my water bottle. But it's quite a pretty bottle, I thought. Yeah. It was just a always a shame when a gin bottle's not full of gin, but... My issue, I don't drink very often, but and my issue is when I buy it, I'm not the sort of person that's like, oh, I'm going to have like a nice alcohol collection because I buy it and then it'll be, it'll be gone like in a couple of days. I can't, you know, 
it's just it so, sits in the shelf and it's just then it's gone. We, we we now have the opposite problem. Like we keep going, oh that that's a really nice gin. Oh, and we buy it, and it just goes in our giant pile of gins and rums and various. Okay. Like, literally, you can't quite close the um, cupboard on our like sort of our alcohol cabinet <laughs> thing. We go right, that can go in there, and I'll yeah. just go have a glass of wine or a beer. <laughs> maybe, maybe what I need to do instead of buying a bottle is to buy like fifteen bottles. Cheers, mate. But like 15 bottles, so I can't drink them all at once, or I would die. There we go, yeah. That's it. You, uh, need, you need to just make sure that you, you you have more than your potential physical limit. That sounds like a healthy plan in life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, 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 phys, my physical limit actually isn't that high these days, to be honest. Not like back in the, when I was 20s, and it was just like... Did that the UK thing where you drink a lot of vodka before you go out so that you don't have to spend the money on the alcohol. And, and now the, the, old, the old pregame. <laughs> the, the pregame, the, the pregame, and even now when when those words come out of my mouth, I'm just kind of like, wow, that's just a terrible, terrible thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah, you do get to look back anyway. and go, hmm. I mean, mm. so I I grew up in the on the the mean streets of Liverpool, uh, over in the Wirral. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I, I I cut my teeth drinking cider in uh, you know golf courses, like you know the traditional you know in English upbringing. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Well, I'm, I, I grew up in, in Newcastle, Whitley Bay, but Newcastle, so pretty similar there, to be honest. Look, I found another question that I like I'm going to bring up. Sorry, I keep interrupting you for random questions and whatnot, but it's kind of what we're here for, I suppose. I like this one. It's a good question. Uh, is it Microsoft's responsibility to good data visualization to just remove pie charts from Power BI? So, uh, no. But I do think sometimes that... They should remove some of the visualizations from from the standard visualization pane. I don't think all of those are kind of should be there by default because it's nice to experiment. It's nice to click on things, but at, at, if at the same time you're not like actively learning stuff, you're just like putting data on visualizations, going it's there because I can. I think you're not really learning about a purpose, you know, or what or what you're trying to do with the data. My the depressing part is most dashboards you can kind of get away with lines scatters bars and columns and that's all you need for a lot of the basics but you don't because you've got so many options you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna put a violin plot in there because you know i feel like i need one yeah. um it's you know it's toys and yeah. toys to play with but yeah, pie true. charts have their value pie charts they can do. be useful they it's do. just fun to hate on them and hate on the people that use them um, yeah, true. It's it's one of those things that I think within industry we were kind of like focus on a lot. You know, there's like ten hundred thousand blog posts on pie charts. So what's good about them? And they kind of say the same thing yeah. over and over. But I'm not what they're saying isn't wrong. But it's just there, and it's as you say, it's fun to do, and it is. And the fact that pie charts for me tend to be used by like in politics and like the, the worst things in the world. This oh, is yeah. like. I love, I love and... a good like newscast, like news broadcast thing, and it comes up with some data vision. You go, mm, who did that? Mm. It just it just hurts inside. Yeah, it does. It does. But then you get a laugh at it, so it's fun. Um... There's, one, there's, there's one other I'm I'm hoping the uh, the AA viz people will slowly make happen because you know you know Wigan kebabs, Wigan kebabs. Yeah, I'm scared. Tell me. So a, a Wigan kebab. So uh, the area of Wigan is very famous for its pies. Uh, everyone loves a pie around Wigan and St. Helens. A Wigan kebab is a pie sandwich. So it's a literal short crust pastry meat pie mm. slapped between two pieces of bread and what? eaten as a sandwich. It's a, uh, yeah. People, people just don't do that. Is it like, just... oh, oh, they do. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, we, we, one of the guys, Mikey, hi, Mikey, who works for us, uh, he, we bought him a pie machine and he makes his own pie, <laughs> Wigan kebabs fairly regularly. So. Wow. Pie chart in between a bar chart, essentially a wig and kebab in data viz style. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to be the new trend. I need to make a custom viz at some point that has two like bullet charts with a pie in the middle. Deneb. I'm going to make that in Deneb. Line, Go. line, pie. Line, line, pie. Oh my God. Or line, pie, awesome. line. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things that you shouldn't do, but you're going to do it because you shouldn't do it. And it's just fun to do. Yeah. Just to see the horror in people's eyes. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, Daniel Singh, also, you worked uh, with a guy who would have a, a wigan kebab. Every, I've never heard of this. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. in the... You're missing, out. 
Yeah, I've learned so much about the country in which I, I'm from. They all been about. It's like, think... like beige on beige. It's the it's the ultimate carb carb load. It's kind of like a, a more extreme version of a, of a um a chip sandwich, right? Chip a chip buddy, which is delicious, which I haven't had in a long time. By the way, now I want one. They've gone down the path of uh, terrible English things. So they're yeah. they're talking about Buckfest uh, in the chat. You know, Bucky. Ah, yeah, yeah. I saw this before, Bucky. Yeah. Someone, someone mentioned it in the chat, and I can't, I can't, can't find it anymore. Was it, was it, was it's it Johnny? Like, it's like caffeinated wine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's loopy juice. Yeah, I forgot about Buckfast. I think I've had that once in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, another comment. I'm so bad with the comments, man. I watched someone like like Adam Saxon work, and he's just like comment, boom, boom, boom. Um, but yeah, I, I can't do that. What are you gonna do? But yes, basically, I should actually do live stream things. But you know, most of the time, I just find a weird hour of the day and do a YouTube video, and that's it. There's no regularity to when I do things. <laughs> yeah. I got out of the habit of making a video. I really want to just make. I haven't made one since like I was sick in November. I got out of the habit of it. Um, here it is from Jeff. That's what I want to see. You know, this here pie chart haters hate them on tree maps, which is very true because tree maps are ultimate garbage. But they're in uh, every example that Microsoft ever does of Power BI. It always has a tree map in there. Man. I know. I don't <laughs> understand. It's like, stop with the tree maps, man. It's like, at least if you're going to use them, try and use it in like an appropriate way. Just, and it's just, they are so bad. And it's when, when, when the squares are like basically the same size and it's yeah. like, it, it, I hate it. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with Jeff on, on, on tree maps, to be honest. Also, what's this one with a ribbon chart? I hate ribbon charts, man. Yeah. 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 Well, like that's that's the ribbon where it goes up and down because the stream is the one where it's a centered it's like a centered ribbon right exactly it's actually a really good point it's the whole oh, point man. i mean the reason why people hate on pies is because we can't we can't judge approximate volume but we can judge length so if you see two bars next to each other we can quite quickly say well, that bar is bigger than that bar mm. you see two squares next to each other we can't go, is that bigger than that is that yeah. slice of a pie bigger and our brains aren't good there. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, so it depends on how quickly you want people to understand the data, and that should be the point of a good dashboard, right? Is to glance at it and take away the right bit of info. Mm. And those kind of charts, you can't. They take thinking. You have to look at it and go, uh, okay, I understand what that's saying, yeah. which takes away the point. Yeah. But it looks pretty. This um, bef before um, Miguel Maya started his whole project that he's working on right now. He posted a link on LinkedIn, asking people to follow the link, of course, and do this this survey, this quiz about visualizations in um, in Power BI. And I know at first it really irked Jeff, but he's he, he changed his mind. Um, and people were saying it took a lot, far too long to fill in this this questionnaire. It just took a long time to, to go through it all, which for me wasn't the case because all I did is I opened it and I gave myself ten seconds. For each one, because if it's like if I don't know in ten seconds, then it's crap, right? So this I I went ten seconds answer the question. If it was wrong, it was wrong. Ten seconds next one, because um, though I have to say I'm I'm very very guilty sometimes of kind of getting overexcited of data visualization and kind of creating something that's over engineered because it's fun. Um, I created a monster. Yeah, exactly. So it's got this and it's got this. And I was like, oh my God, this visualization now has 10 things on it. Um, so I kind of had to consciously calm myself down and mm. kind of compromise. And I did this whole thing now of like, you know, if at the end of the day you want a table, I'll, I'll give you a table. You, you can have your table. It's not the most fun thing in the world for me, but it's unfortunately not everything in my job can be about what's fun for me. Um, so it's, um, it's, well, it's most dashboards with just a giant export to Excel button, right? Yeah, pretty much. I know you're trying to go me there. <laughs> it's, it's more I just know Benny's just had like some sort of an aneurysm in the back. It's fine. <laughs> I I I used to hate that. I used to really just really drive me crazy that I would create something and people would be like, Oh, how do I export an Excel? But what really helped was this functionality to link the Excel to the to, to the to the um yeah, to the so stays connected. You're not like taking it away and then just walking yeah. off with it. But on top of that, it was also kind of, at the end of the day, if you, because Excel can do this, can do things that Power BI can't. If you need to do that, if it's the first thing you do, if you just if you just can don't even look at the report and like connect and then ignore, and then fair enough. Then it's a 
bit frustrating. But really, actually, it's just it's this really nice functionality. This like this journey that data goes on, you know, from its whole mess of crap at the start that you have to kind of like you know stroke and love and make it beautiful and usable. All these steps that you do, and then you get it in Power BI to do the visualizations. Now, at the end of the day, if someone needs it in this big ass list tabular format, which is kind of is pretty good for the human brain to look at it that way in, in, in many regards and do some some kind of crazy formulas. Fine, you do it. I've got more important it's a things. romantic to way to look at ETL, you know, kind of stroking it, caressing it into shape. It's like, no, get a hammer out, beat it until it conforms into shape. That depends on the data source. I, 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 the, when I used to um, just connect it to basically websites that were just full of HTML crap and go through, that was that was the, the beaten and yeah, forcing it into submission. But when you, a lot of the, the messy data now, the messiest data that I really ever accounted these days tends to be from like an API. APIs are okay. It's a challenge to, to connect Power BI to an API because of all the authorization that you need. And um, there's no really standard connector because there can't be a standard connector because of the different methods of of, of, um, of connecting. Why don't we slap it in a lake house first via tools that love a bit, Jason, and then you can make a nice endpoint that Power BI can query. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we used to like to be in the, in the back end lakey thing it's so visualization is so depressingly important even if they don't use it because mm. uh, essentially it's the it's how people judge the quality of it and mm. that's it's it's i mean you can spend months building the most sophisticated most well-engineered most elegant data processing solution known to man and if the report looks a bit shoddy on the front people are like i don't trust it don't trust the yeah. data it's not gonna be very well built because that, that is how people judge the entire thing based on the quality of that so the, the viewpoint at the end. Yeah. And we've done we've built some crazy amazing things. And then, yeah. you know, the client builds their own report and then no one trusts that. And it's just like yeah. so getting that front end report is just yeah. really crucially important to engender that the trust and the quality and the to get users on board to then start using the data, even if they just export it to Excel. Yeah. No, no, I mean I I think generally with Power BI people will at first not trust it by default. Yeah. Mm. Of course, it depends on yeah how, how often you've been using it and all that kind of stuff. But generally speaking, I mean, I had an example of this very recently where there was a report that had been built to exact specifications, exact cal calculations, and um, took the data. They wanted to, to check it. So they exported it to Excel. Then they got the Excel, and they also connected it to the data warehouse. The figures were wrong. They were, like, yeah. why is power, they were like, why is Power BI wrong? I'm like, why is Excel wrong? Why are your figures wrong? It's that assumption immediately. That's it's. I find it. It's not terrible. I totally understand where the people are coming from. I I, I get the mentality, but it's it's frustrating that you have to deal with it so frequently and yeah. you have to try to encourage people to come on board and kind of understand I, that I, it's I, not ready. That's a whole cultural shift that happened ever since warehousing became a thing. Yeah. You know, because it'd be like, my Excel's right because I can change the figure to make it right. <laughs> but your report's wrong because it says the wrong figure, even if I know that's wrong. It's like, but then it, that's why you have to go back to the, the source and fix it, and then it'll flow mm. through. And that mm. that mentality is still rife. It's like going, if you, put, if you put garbage in, guess what you get out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I can remember one of my earliest encounters with like data and stuff was back when I worked in a, in a bookies. And at the end of the day, and then the week, not the day, sorry, you have to do your um, your balance sheet. No, it's a weekly balance sheet. You have to do your weekly balance sheet. And notice, you know, these numbers here and these numbers here have to balance. They have to match. That's what a, how a balance sheet works. And it was, I remember vividly watching someone, the balance sheet didn't match. So, of course, you got to look to see where the error is. This person just kept going, if I change this number, I was like, no, it's not going to work. If you change the number, it's going to just keep not balancing. That's the point of what this sheet is. And it went on for like 20 minutes. I'm like, mate, you please stop it. It's not ever going to balance. You have to understand. I see that. that that's just an Excel noob. Just, you know, use goal seek and force it to balance. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Yeah. It's not, it's not, not the right answer, kids. <laughs> no, don't don't do it unless you want to do it for a long time yeah but it's uh it's sometimes frustrating but it's oh it's the frustration is part of the fun i think maybe somehow yeah it gives you a story to tell yeah it keeps us entertained you yeah. know if, if no one had any data problems and if all the data was perfect then we wouldn't have a job yeah and if and if you finished a day's work or a week's work and it was like oh how was your week and it was like 
It was nice. That's boring. What you want is something that, you know, is actually, you can talk about and it's infuriating and it's a shared experience because everyone's like, yeah, okay, I, I've experienced this and you talk about it and this is... And that's it, you know, even though, you know, kind of, I've, I've not, I've not written any code today, not any code this week, but I'm still mm. fueled by the rage of decades. <laughs> <laughs> will keep me going for many years, just the anger of the past. Oh, Love it. Um, Rishi has a question. I'm going to pop it up. Sorry, Rishi, I missed that. I was talking about random stuff as I tend to do. In your, sorry, at Simon, of course, in your view, what's the best way for a Power BI person to learn Spark, Delta Lake, just enough for them to use it? How much Python do you need for, oh, how can I come around that word? I mean, obviously, there's a fantastic Spark Fundamentals course now available from Advancing Analytics. Uh, we're failing that. I mean, so you don't need to know uh, Python or PySpark to use Spark. You can write SQL. And it's Spark SQL, which is a bit more like MySQL. So it's slightly different to T-SQL, but it's mm. almost the same anti-standard if you're in the, the SQL endpoint. Um, it's things like instead of doing square brackets, if your column has a space, you do back ticks around it. Instead of writing select top 10, you do select blah, 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 limit 10. There's one or two syntactical changes. Otherwise, it's just SQL. So if you're trying to query, if you're coming, you know, trying to wrangle data from various different tables into a into a data set, yeah, you can just write SQL. You don't need to know it. Um, how much PySpark do you need to actually, you know, build build lakes and lake houses and stuff? Technically, you don't need to do it at all. You can just write SQL and say select from, insert into table, and have it all entirely SQL. For me, that misses the point. Mm. You know, because SQL is SQL's hard coded essentially. If I if I write if I write something that says, select some data from this table, clean it, and write it to that table, that SQL script can do that one job. It can move data from that one table to that one table, applying those rules. And that means for every single table that you've got in every single step, you have to hand write that SQL. Mm. And there's loads of automation tools and code generators and DBT and all those things, which essentially you turn a crank and it writes SQL for you. So you can kind of get over that hump. Everything we do in you know, kind of data engineering is essentially going, I want to write one Python script or PySpark script, and I want to just feed that parameters so that one script, I can use it to do any generic job. Read something, transform something, write something, and I'll tell you at runtime the config you need to do, and I'll call that same one script a thousand times in parallel, and I can clean a thousand tables into a thousand destination tables. And it's, if you're getting into engineering, yeah, you need to know a programming language because SQL's not a programming language, and I know that's going to upset a lot of people. But it's not. It's a querying language. It's in the name. Um, yeah. So to use Spark, you don't need to know. But to get into data engineering and build flexible pipelines that are agile and you know improving DevOps and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you need to know a little bit of Python or a little bit of Scala. Okay. Very good tip. A very thorough answer. Thank you so much. It sounds like you know what you're talking about. Who knew? <laughs> It just sounds like it. That's... <laughs> it's not about knowledge. It's about the illusion of knowledge. Right. Exactly. So I, I am my own Power BI front-end report. As long as it looks shiny, it just sounds about right. People trust what it says. <laughs> That's where we come back to again. Old but hot. The hot hides the old. <laughs> See, it, the old makes it trustworthy. That's how it works. <laughs> right. Every morning, I just carefully dye my hair gray so people will trust me. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's fantastic. Cool. Oh, mate, that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I always end up saying this at this part of the chat, that I always say it's 45. I, I have to stop telling people it's 45 minutes because it's literally never, ever 45 minutes. Um, I always was expanded a little bit by kind of dealing with a person who was just generally insulting us for which i apologize that doesn't usually happen that's I not agree. that's not why i invite people to come on to be like abused <laughs> by some random person on the internet you know what i mean if you want to be randomly abused on the internet it's not difficult to do to be honest just go on twitter or something i know it's, uh, it's not my first time on the internet <laughs> <laughs> really i'm so it's like opening oh. this wide world connecting plugging it in for the first time and going what is this thing <laughs> i the one of the things i love the most about love, hate most about Twitter. And it never happened to me because I stay very much inside this bubble of tech power BI. If you just go outside it sometimes and just read people's a tweet and then people's response, it's a fact that people are just like hardwired to be 
as aggressive as possible, as immediately as possible. Like the assumption that anyone's answer was meant to be argumentative and nasty. And it just, it, and it can be, it can, the, the original tweet can be something so nice and so positive. And the next person says something and the next person down is just kind of absolutely having to go at them and say, what happened? It's, it's not to a hundred. There's no, yeah. there's no like, so there's no like, you know, nice nuanced response. You've only got a short number of characters. You need to go all in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because of that, when people, when two people are trying to be nice to each other, it really amuses me how how nice they are. They say like, "Oh, mate, with due respect, and oh, I, I thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate it." They really they have to overdo it just so they know they're being nice because the assumption is that everyone's being an asshole all of the time. Weird. I mean, it's it's normally a fair assumption that I am being sarcastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that as well. But it's, it's uh, yeah, I, I have I've certainly been kicking various hornets' nests by saying things like data vaults don't belong in a lake. And that got lots of people really angry. Yeah. I got I got lots of essays, lots of people going. I, I see your point, but and mm. yeah, and it's fair. It's, it's topics people are passionate about. The you know they want to. Do Do you respond to them or just let it go? Because it's a strange place yeah, to have a conversation and comments, isn't it? Like in YouTube it's comments. True. It's... Um, but yeah, no. I mean, if it's if it's a fair comment, I'll and I I see it, and I'm not mm. just running around crazily somewhere else, then yeah, I'll respond and kind of just happy because discourse is fine. Yeah. And discussing things again, oh, that's a good point. What about that? Have you thought about that? That's absolutely fine. Mm. Um, but obviously it's one going, your face is stupid and you're wrong. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, I've, I can't disagree. Can you expand on that, please? <laughs> <laughs> please list all the ways in which my face is bad. <laughs> <laughs> My ego was too big. I need to be taken down a peg or two. I mean, that's oh. probably fair. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, I've got lots of people who work with us who do that all day. Oh. What, take you down a peg or two? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> lovely. Oh, oh, they're all lovely. Of course they are. Oh, see, <laughs> such an advocate for yourself and your company and your course, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> which hasn't been made. Largely been other people mentioning the course, which is very nice of it. That's true. <laughs> see, that's how highly I think of you and your work. Um, anyway, mate, I want to say thank you very much for, for, for joining tonight. Oh, yes, it's you in England, so it has been tonight. And uh, thank you, everyone who asked all the questions. And thank you less to the people who just verbally abused us. What are you going to do? Um, and... I mean, not old, but hard. That's going on my tombstone. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, I, I gotta say, all the other ones. At first, I was like, is that a normal comment? It's like, oh, no, it's just called me an asshole. And then someone else starts, and then you get an open heart. I'm actually just yeah. so, so no. mm. that. Yeah. Again, I still I think it's all Johnny. They could, they could have been ambiguous, but they actually actually added you and said it was you. So I can't say, I might have been talking about me. It's like, no, no, it was definitely definitely Simon. Absol absolutely heartbroken. Oh. <laughs> when, I, when, when I finish this stream, my wife always asks me how, how it goes. It's going to be an inter interesting conversation. It's like, well. There'll be another empty gin bottle. It'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. It's like, hold on a second. Maybe it's my wife who's doing all those comments. I'll check. <laughs> She's just guiltily hiding away the laptop. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. See, it means so much to me. Oh. I'm a favorite ass. I like it a lot. I think for this chat, I'm not going to be able to switch on monetization. <laughs> Is it like, yeah, I, I always think about that, you know, kind of uh, publishing, publishing the YouTube and it's like, does this, can, does this have uh, controversial topics? I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> yes, yeah, so according to who, that's, that's the question, right? Oh gosh, no, I think normally I'm okay, but I think with this one, that be said, you know, I'm not sure, like um, with my YouTube stuff is obviously a very small channel. It's good fun. However, I had a laugh recently. I had to do all this stuff for like, to continue monetization, you've got to like fill in these this these form and like confirm your address and this this US tax form stuff. And I'm like, Dude. Yeah, oh I'm a big fan of the W8 Benny. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the same right, same one, right? I was like, did they name it after me? Um yeah. and I was like, you know what? This is all for the sake of like 14 euros since October last last year. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. It's bizarre. I was just like if, if you wait until I got to like, you know, 500 euros, which is going to be in like three years from now, maybe a bit more, then that's fine. But when I'm, when I fill out all this stuff, I'm waiting for a letter from Google, which takes three weeks to arrive. It's like, yeah. surely this is costing you more money than you're actually going to get from you, man. It is, the, the it, is, it is a alone. 
Mm -hmm. Crazy. Again, one, one day, one day, guy in the cube leagues, rakes of money oh, yeah. being shoveled at you from Google. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not there yet. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, I keep on rambling. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining. Uh, of course, Simon, it was an absolute pleasure. And um, I would like to, you know, do it again at some point in the future when I know more about these topics, which you, you know more about. I can understand a high percentage of the words that, that, that you say. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks, Simon. Goodbye.